I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It's 5.39 in the morning, and it is February 10th, 2022. Yep, um, this is my morning video blog, aka Brain Dump, and this is where I talk about everything that I learn in crypto publicly. Um, I used to be doing it every day. Now, I'm uh, because of this show, um, I've gotten a lot of other opportunities and projects, and it's helping me try to transition from my Web 2.0 job. Well, just my job. I mean, it has nothing to do with web. <laughs> the web, I'm in manufacturing, but it's moving, transitioning from my traditional job to a Web 3 job, and that is my end goal. Um, you know, I got family, you know, wife, kids and stuff like that. Bills I got to pay, mortgage and all that stuff. So I can't just like, you know, just, just, you know, cold turkey quit my, my traditional job. Um, and it is an addiction, you know, um, the safety and security is an addiction that we all become accustomed to. And we live our lives in, in a lot of misery because we uh, feel like we, you know, have to achieve these goals of safety and security in order to be happy in life when in reality, we may be driving ourselves into complete misery. But yes, I can't just quit cold turkey uh, because there are some consequences. If I do, I won't be able to pay my bills. (laughs) And a lot of people could suffer for that. Um, And uh, just like with addiction, um, if you do quit cold turkey from a harmful substance, you could in effect be harming yourself. So it's A lot of times, I believe in many cases, it's good to make a transition, which is what I'm doing here. And uh, um, yeah, so I've been getting some some jobs, doing some skills that um, I have given myself the space and time to learn how to use. Um, I've stayed up extra late. I've gotten up extra early like this every single morning. And uh, I've taken the time to learn podcasting and audiovisual stuff and animation and, you know, things that I'm passionate about, you know, along with cryptocurrency and all the research and the podcasts that I do going to and from work. So, you know, it's working double time for a while. Um, but once that transition is made, kind of like, uh, you know, the whole merge from Ethereum proof of work to proof of stake. I know we're not supposed to say Ethereum 1.0 and 2.0 anymore. But from the whole merge, from Ethereum being a monolithic blockchain to a modular blockchain, you can't just, you know, stop transactions on the proof of work blockchain and then one day decide you're going to go proof of stake blockchain. It doesn't work that way. You have to make a merge and a transition. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So, you know, a lot of things in life require subtle transitions. You know, not everything is meant to be, you know, uh, tie your tooth to a string and slam the door shut, you know, (laughs) and tie the other end to a doorknob and slam the door shut, you know, because then you could rip out some skin if it's not quite ready and maybe do some damage to your mouth. I don't know. Or to your kid's mouth. So I wouldn't recommend doing that. I wouldn't recommend tying a string to your kid's tooth and slam and the other end to a doorknob and slamming the door shut. Um, You know, I've seen it done successfully, you know, just like in all things in life, there are cases where it works. 
but there are cases where it doesn't. And it's up to you and your judgment as an independent human being to decide what is best for you because no one's going to tell you what to do. Well, people will try to tell you what to do and businesses and governments and everything like that will try to tell you what to do in a lot of different circumstances, uh, organizations, you know, but you, you can listen to everybody's viewpoint, but only you can decide what is best for you. Okay. Anyway, rant over. Um, well, let's look at the prices here. Everything, everything is in the green. It's a beautiful green day. I wonder if the band Green Day um, and named themselves after stock market, <laughs> after the stock market. I highly doubt it, but, uh, you know, there's a possibility. Um, I started listening to Green Day. Uh, the first time I heard it was when I was 17 years old and I went on a trip from, I lived in Houston and uh, uh, went on a trip to New Orleans with my girlfriend at the time. And um, um, I heard Green Day for the first time. And Weezer, the, the the sweater song. This was, I guess, back in 1993. Yeah, and I just thought both those sounds were just like, blew my mind. I loved it. You know, that was uh, everything. And then, you know, uh, that was the Green Day Dookie album, I believe. And then they ended up, you know, going and creating more poppy stuff. And so, but back then that wasn't very poppy. That's right. Whenever, you know, uh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and all that stuff are coming out with uh, all those albums and, you know, right during the grunge era, man, I'm glad I grew up in high school in the grunge era because that's a lot cooler era than a lot of the other eras that a lot of people have grown up in, in their high schools. So yeah, yeah, yeah I wore flannels, dude, you know, like I, I, I wanted to grow, you know, some facial hair back then, but I couldn't anyway. I digress. So Bitcoin's at $44,877.87, up 21.3%. Um, I hope you bought this dip because I did. And I've cashed out on some things that I've held for a very long time. Uh, so don't forget to take your profits, folks, because, um, yeah, you know, it's people say I'm going to hold on for life, you know, like I'm, I'm never going to cash out. Then what's the point of that? You know, I mean, like, yeah, I, I love this technology and I love watching Web3 grow, uh, blockchain technology grow and everything like that. Um, and I'm one of those people, too, that that really um, takes pride in being a first early adopter. And, to you know, like I, I don't even have to be paid a lot of times. Like I was that way with I, I'm still that way or I was that way with music. I'm too old. To, yeah, I don't keep up with the new bands now, but. You know, I was that way with music, too. I wanted to be the first person to discover some new band that was going to blow up. And uh, it's just like this whole like feeling of satisfaction from that, that people that you can derive from that. And that's kind of how it is now with cryptocurrency. I feel like a sense of satisfaction just by discovering projects on the up and come up, you know, and and new technologies. And to me, that gives me that same feeling of satisfaction um, that. Uh, that you couldn't really pay me for, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it, it, like I, yeah, I discovered quant network back when it was a few dollars, you know, and I cashed out at $15 and I didn't totally cash out. I still hold some, you know, theta network. I discovered that when it was 20 cents, you know, and you know, now it's, it's, you know, it's not doing too well now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I could still cash out and do very well. I think in the, I'm not going to cash out quite yet because I think in the end run, Theta Network is going to do very, very well. Um, but um, it's just, you know, it takes time for a lot of this stuff. Chainlink. I bought in Chainlink at, I believe, $1.30 or something like that. And I dollar cost averaged a little bit. But, um, you know, it's at $18.67 now. So, yeah, man. <clears throat> um, 
it's it's being this first mover that kind of gives me something that you can't really um uh buy in a way uh, this satisfaction um crypto.com is another one uh as popular and as mainstream as that is think about how many advertisements this weekend for super bowl weekend that crypto.com is going to have most likely and crypto in general um for Super Bowl weekend and how many people that is going to reach, you know, um, and I know it annoys everybody else in the rest of the world that uh, the Super Bowl, you know, champions call themselves the world champions because, you know, as Americans, you know, yeah, we, it's the world champions, right? Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Major League Baseball world champions. Yeah. Yeah. We are the world champions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I jest. Okay. All right. So uh, crypto.com's up 30.8%. Um, I still wanted to find Theta. Where'd you go, Theta? Did you get knocked down that far? Um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Theta Network is up to 366, up 32.1%. Okay, so anyway, uh, Ethereum is uh, sitting pretty well at 3,256 cents, up 21.1%. So yeah, anyway, whatever. I want to get off the prices. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, a lot of stuff I've been doing, um, which is formerly the Taoists, um, and uh, we've had a name change recently. And it's and it's I'm in I'm involved in three uh, DAOs pretty much, um, and that's where I spend most of my time. And if you don't know what DAOs are, they're decentralized autonomous organizations, and uh, yeah, the basically organizations that try to focus their treasury and their decision making and their decision tree around a code base. Um, and you vote on policies, you vote on procedures, you, uh, you know, and you put all that and, and you pay everybody out of the treasury using decentralized payment devices like coordinate and stuff like that. Um, and you fundraise a lot of times through decentralized applications as well. So anyway, the Taoists, formerly the Taoists, now we've changed it to Dao Planet. Um, and uh, yeah, so let me go to the Taoist.xyz website. This has not had a chance to be updated, um, but this is what it is. Unlock your potential within decentralized autonomous organizations. And I'm going to kind of shill today, if that's okay. Um, you know, I don't, I mean, yes, I do shill stuff that I like. You know, I mean, it's my show. Why not? You know, like I'll talk about stuff I like. Um, shilling, though, is kind of a, a negative connotation because that's like it. That's, that's where you place somebody in an audience that will uh, it is paid to cheer for you to try to get the rest of the audience on board with you. So they're plants, you know, uh, so that's kind of what brings shilling a negative connotation. But um, um, I actually have been involved with this community for a while since since uh, for several, several uh, I guess, I don't know how many months, several months. and. Um, and, and in crypto years, or crypto months, that's like years. So <laughs> just in the Web3 world, months, like several months, like eight months is like 10 years. You know, I don't know. But uh, I've been involved with this. It's now Dow Planet. We're making up new logos and graphics and all that stuff right now. It's given me like a safe place. And I hate to use the word safe, safe space. You know, like I'm not a millennial. Like I, you know, I, I'm not worried about my feelings getting hurt. It's not, you know, I'm, I got pretty thick skin, you know, but uh um, it has really given me kind of a safe space to work on my AV and podcasting stuff with a group of people, not just by myself in this in this show, um, with a group of people who can provide me good feedback 
Um, and uh, I don't have to worry about messing up some paid job or anything like that. Um, I can just contribute and I've helped form their podcast. So there's there's now uh, five episodes up on their podcast and I'm working on um, a sixth one right now. Um, but uh, basically, they try to be a resource base and to spread the word about decentralized autonomous organizations and helping 12 million businesses, at least, is the goal to the big, hairy, audacious goal. And that business book that was there, I can't remember who wrote that, but uh, to to be a, um, a catalyst for businesses to go from, say, for instance, incorporations or LLCs to a DAO. You know, and uh, to flatten the organizations. And there has been um, one major, pretty major company that has done this um, here. And uh, one of my kind of crypto idols, I mean, I don't know the guy. I never get to know your heroes. Um, but uh, um, hold on, let me see. I have to find it. But he's flattened his, his top-down organization um, profit generating organization. They were doing very well. They still are. Um, and he's made it into a DAO. And he basically told his employees, like, look, you know, you can either participate in this DAO, you know, and uh, you can you know, receive the tokens of this company, or um, you, you can go your own way, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, bye bye. Uh, uh, or you can do a little of both. You can work some other projects and you can work at my company as a DAO and participate in the DAO as a, a, you know, a stakeholder. I get not even a stakeholder. You own the token, but you don't own the company. But if the company is distributed uh, evenly in a horizontal organization, yeah, that, so here it is, Shapeshift Decentralized. So it's the Shapeshift Exchange, an unprecedented move by the veteran crypto leader. So Shapeshift Exchange was one of the first companies to fully just go, you know, and be like, screw it, man. I'm going full down. You know, like, like he just kind of threw his hat to the wind and, uh, you know, he's going with it. You know, the whole Web3 experience. And this is a, a very large crypto exchange. You know, this is not something super small and dinky. Um, but yeah, these guys have gone full down. And, uh, um, yeah, everybody gets to vote on the policies. Um, everybody gets, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's anyway, look into it. Um, I want to get back to um, Dow Planet. So Dow Planet, um, somebody in one of the, you know, we have town halls and open Taoists hour and stuff like that. And uh, um, uh, lunch in Dow. And we do this about three times a week. And I jump into all those meetings and you can go join their discord and stuff. Um, and uh, they're fun, man. I've gotten to know a lot of these people. They've become kind of my DAO homies, along with the bankless people. But uh, this is a real small DAO, okay? And um, uh, somebody you know, said, you know, it'd be cool like if during ETH Denver, we had like a little part that was just focused on DAOs. Yeah, and uh, like, yeah, man, you know, and you usually think that stuff like that is kind of party talk. You know, like, like you know, I have can't tell you how many businesses I have nearly started and uh, I swear on Monday, you know, after that Saturday party that we were going to jump in and start a business and everything like that. And we said things like that drunk or whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> you know how it goes on. I'm sure you do, you know, but then come around Monday, you wake up from from your you know weekend haze or whatever or weekday haze. You never know. You know? Um, and um, and you think you realize what a bad idea that was or you don't even remember the conversation altogether. 
but not so in Dallas. Um, we are, you know, all obviously seem uh, everybody in there is, is of sound mind from what I have experienced. And um, they said, you know, it'd be really cool if we uh, created a, a Dow Denver conference a couple days before ETH Denver to raise awareness about Dow's. So they have created that. And uh, um, there's been a lot of work and thought put into it. And um, right now they've um, created they've created a fundraising campaign because at first they were selling tickets. They are no longer selling. Well, they're they are selling tickets, too. But uh, in in order to kind of, I guess, jump on board with more of the ethos of ETH Denver, um, they are uh, having a fundraiser to try to raise the money to pay for an or pay for this event. And then they will give back the money or as many much money as they are able to if they don't meet their goals back to the people who bought the tickets. And then any overage as well would go to the token holders because they were able to tokenize our, our the DAO um, using a ju juice box fundraiser campaign. And I talked about this briefly in the last episode. Um, so, yeah, um, they have a lot of really good speakers. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be at the Temple Bar in, in Denver. Um, looking forward to it. I'm going to be driving up there um, starting Sunday morning. It takes 13 hours, so I'll get there Sunday night, and I'll be ready to go with setup and load in and everything like that. Uh, Monday and then Tuesday, it's on, you know, starting at 7 in the morning. I think the conference starts around 9. Um, so, yeah. So, as you can see here, the the, the partner DAOs and the, the featured speakers looks really good. I mean, there's just, you know, a lot of stuff going on with this. I'm excited about it. So, let's take a look at this fundraiser. Um, they did it on Juicebox. And I I briefly glossed over this um, a couple days ago. So, sorry if I'm kind of repeating this episode again. But I wanted to talk a little more about it as it gets closer. Because I'm excited. You know, this is like my first crypto conference. And, uh, and I'm actually getting to participate in this and not just be a spectator. So, this is going to be a pretty fun. And then after this is done on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm going to go to next door or wherever it is. It's in the same downtown area to East Denver, you know, so um, it's pretty cool. So here's their their fundraiser. Um, what you do on Juicebox is you just, you know, you fund with a specific amount of ETH. So, you know, right here you have some people who have donated some ETH for it and you get the, the cryptocurrency, the, the, the Dow Planet token in return. So, I, I donated 0 0.03 ETH because that's all I can afford right here. Let's Dow this. Ah. And, uh, you know, I got 30,000 of those tokens in return. Um, I believe that this Dow will provide value to the space. And I believe that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be seeing some fruitful returns uh, in the future because of that. But that's not why I'm participating in this. Like I said, I'm participating in this because this Dow has given me a safe place to be able to, to um, uh, test out these skills that I'm trying to learn so I can go full web three career and, you know, and move away from, you know, the manufacturing space. So, um, yeah. Um, so jump in here and, um, you know, if you go into Dow Denver, feel free to donate to this and get your tokens in exchange. Or if you just, you know, like what Dow, uh, Dow planet, formerly the Dowis and Dow Denver is doing, uh, and you want to support something that's grassroots because none of us are getting paid. You know, I'm not getting paid and nobody has gotten paid from this. Everybody's put their own sweat, equity and money into this. And, you know, we just I've not really been, I haven't been uh, 
is passionate about you know anything in a very very long time you know so it's cool it says we're raising funds to make dow denver free to all eat denver attendees cool uh dowplanet.org previously dowest.xyz is hosting dow denver on february 15th and 16th as part of eat denver's biddle week that's the um just like the hodl you know um basically meaning hold they say biddle basically mean to build on a project out of your own sweat equity because you believe in it and are passionate about it. And so ETH Denver is having the Biddle Week. Uh, so when the goal is reached, $250,000, Dow Denver is free with ticket holders offered refunds, risk-free purchases now guarantees entry. If a goal is not met, all funds still go to reducing attendees, attendee costs. Excess funds go to Dow Planet efforts, helping people and organizations unlock their potential within decentralized autonomous organizations. Dow Planet's vision is greater representation for individuals within communities, organizations, businesses, and the entire world achieved through the integration and proliferation of Dow principles and Web3 tools. Dow Planet tokens are for governance and utility within its community. So, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I'm stoked about that. Um, so, if you're there, uh, find me. I'll be at Temple Bar on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then uh, I'll be walking around. I'm going to have like an eight track recorder or a recording device and uh, be interviewing people on the scene, you know, um, uh, at ETH Denver and Dow Denver. So look out for me. I'm, uh, I want to try to ask like uh, a bunch of different people the same questions and, try, you know, try to put together a little video or an audio um, recording um, about try to 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 see what people understand about DAOs. And I'm sure it'll be kind of biased because most people there are there because they know about DAOs. But uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But I like that type of stuff, man. It's been a while since I have. And it's like, you know, reignited kind of just this fire. And it's nice to see. Um, so uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, I pretty much blew the entire episode just talking about Dow Denver. Oh, I need to follow Dow Denver. I don't even follow Dow Denver, and I don't follow Juicebox Protocol. So go follow Dow Denver and go, go follow uh, Juicebox Protocol. Uh, Griff Green is going to be a speaker there. Um, he's one of the donors right there. Or, yeah. Um, no, I don't want to unfollow. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's pretty rad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. I've spent this entire episode shilling, so I apologize for that. And uh, I thank shilling in a good way. It is what it is. Um, I'll see you in Denver, and um, I'll be driving up in my little blue Subaru. If anybody wants to go skate at the skate park, I'm totally down to skate some Denver skate parks, man. So uh, any skateboarders out there want to want to hit me up. Uh, let's go skate, man. I'm not going to be doing handrails or anything, but I'll skate a bowl with you. Yeah. So, um, all right. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have any more. I, I wanted to get in to talk about some volitions and what they are and get technical. And then I wanted to talk some about this whole, uh, the Leo token and Bitfinex and then the two hackers that got arrested for it. And the, and the, the, uh, the woman behind or allegedly behind this hacking that happened in 2016 of the Bitfinex exchange. And she's a female rapper, a writer and everything like that. And she basically makes kind of an ass out of herself, which, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. I do that daily, you know, here on the show. Um, but, uh, um, but the, the difference is, is 
Yeah, she either bought some stolen Bitcoin or she was one of the hackers. And that Bitcoin is now worth $3.6 billion. Well, her and her husband um, got busted. And I love that type of story. I'm all about, you know, um, the juicy, the juicy criminal drama. I think it's it's fun and interesting and stuff like that. Um, and you can learn from it. So they now um, got confiscated back um, and it's going to be given back. It's in the Fed's hands right now. $3.6 billion worth of Bitcoin. We'll see what exactly how much the Fed is like, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and skim, you know, this and that and kind of load their own bags. You know, yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, so, all right. Um, yeah, I'll talk about that probably tomorrow. Um, yeah, I love a good, good, good juicy crime story, uh, especially when it's crypto crime. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to eurekajohn.crypto or eurekajohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.